Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, hope you're enjoying the study of Thou Shalt Not Covet, the 10th month of our study of the 10. And the command this month is Thou Shalt Not Covet. The command actually, unlike other commands, kind of elaborates, gives us a list. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, his house, his ox, nor his donkey, his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor, and then it becomes all-inclusive, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. As we have embarked on this study, we kind of talked about how that covetousness leads to deceit. And that is almost an unequivocal result of covetousness. It happens every time that we desire something to which we have no right. We begin to deceive ourselves and convince ourselves that we do have a right to that. And then we almost always become willing to deceive other people. And we talked about Oh, that applies in all kinds of situations around us. Insurance fraud, shoplifting, almost anything that has to do with doing evil to acquire things that we want to which we have no right, almost always it involves deception. Adultery is another example of that. And we could go on and on with different examples of how that occurs. I wanted us just to look for just a minute at Psalm 119 and beginning in verse 33. As you know, Psalm 119 is divided into little paragraphs, paragraphs, and there is a paragraph for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Beginning in verse 33, we have the Hebrew alphabet letter H-E, which is pronounced hey. And as we read these verses, though, we have just a little paragraph about the cure for covetousness. And I love it because I want to keep this in my heart always. He says, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I will keep your law. Indeed, I will observe it with my whole heart. That Hebrew word there is the will, the intellect, the center of anything. I'm going to keep your word in the center of me. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies. Or testimony there is to what you're witnessing, God. What's important to you? Bring my heart over to your side. Incline my heart to your witness your will and not to covetousness. I love verse 37. It's going to elaborate on what covetousness is. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things, vain things, things that are unimportant. Turn my eyes away from those and revive me. That means make me alive again in your way. Do you know what that indicates to us? That implies to us that when we are looking at the worthless things that are in the world around us, 
and that the center of our will is all wrapped up in those things, that we are dead to God, and we need to be quickened in His way. Establish your word to your servant, who is devoted to fearing you. That means looking at God with respect and reverence and piety, and looking at Him as truly being awesome. That's what the word means, who is devoted to fearing you. Turn away my reproach, which I dread. Reproach there is my shame, my rebuke, my scorn. Don't, don't let me be. Do that which will make me ashamed, for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. And then we have that word revive again. Make me alive again. Revive me in your righteousness. Our prayer today should be, Father, don't let me be dead to you. Don't let me be dead to the things that you want me to do, to sleep, to your will for the center of my life, for my heart. But let me, Father, be in your word. When we are turning the pages of God's word and ingesting what he wants us to do with our lives, when we are studying his word that is the number one antidote for covetousness verse 36 incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things i think every day we should just go through as we're pillowing our heads at night maybe and think about what things we really concentrated on that day what things were important for me today i'm, I'm gonna just for instance look back over my day today it was important for me to get my house cleaned up still haven't accomplished that yet but that was one of the goals that i had for today that was important to me it was important to me that i talk with someone who was um, accusing me of doing something wrong and to settle that matter because I really hadn't done that thing and I wanted to straighten that out. That was important to me. It was important to me that I spend time today digging deep into God's Word. That was something that was on my to-do list today. It was important to me to get to one of these digabits today. It's important to me to go to a fellowship meeting that I'm, we're having with sisters tonight in the congregation. So when I lay my head down, I might think of those four or five things that were on my to-do list that were priorities for me today. And look at that in comparison with Psalm 119, were all of those things, were any of those things worthless things? Or was what was important to me today, were they items that were of worth in God's economy? Were they something about His, and here we have the words I want to say, were they something about His statutes, verse 1? Were they something about His law, verse 34, I mean verse 33 actually, the first verse of what we studied is, is the statutes. Verse 34, were they something about His law? Verse 35, were they something about His commandments? Verse 36, were they something about His testimonies? Verse 37, were they something about his way? Verse 38, were there, they something about his word? And verse 39, were they something about the judgments of God? Verse 40, were they something about his precepts? 
And were they something about the righteousness of God? Did the things that were important to me today have to do with His will, as listed here? Or were they completely separated and were they thus worthless? Now, all of the things that are in tune with the will of God are not necessarily straight out Bible study. It's not necessarily that all day long I'm going to be looking in the Bible, at the pages of the Bible, if I'm going to be interested in his precepts. But does keeping my home, does that have something to do with the Bible? Well, it does. Does digging deep have something to do with the Bible? Well, that's more directly related. Does getting a dig a bit done have something to do with the Bible? Well, it does. Does straightening out a an area of strife between a sister and myself does that have something to do with the Word of God well it obviously does Matthew 18 has a direct link to the Word of God there what else did I say I did today a nap was pretty important to me I don't think I said that I have um, done without sleep for the last few days and in a pretty big way so uh, a nap was pretty important to me and I believe that probably does have something to do with God's Word Talking to my daughter about an issue that she's going through had something to do with the Word of God today. I wanted to be the Titus 2 woman for her, so it had something to do with the Word of God. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I am not uh, sitting here saying that everything that I had to do was centered on God's will today. It should have been, but everything that I've done today has probably not been centered on God's will. I'm just saying, let's just look through our day-to-day list. Yours involved your children, if you have children in the home, and that is directly related to God's Word. You, uh, One lady just contacted me about homeschooling and said, I've made a decision to homeschool my children. Well, that's related. Her decision is related to God's Word. I'm not saying it's sinful not to homeschool your children, but deciding what we're going to do about our children's education, spending time on that, is certainly related to God's Word. It's related to Deuteronomy 6. I'm just saying it's a good exercise tonight to pillow your head and say what things were on my priority list today and how many of those things were in some way connected to my Christianity. It's another way to say, am I about the increments of life or am I about the hub of life, which is Jesus Christ and everything else revolving around that? And hey, from Psalm 119 verses 33 to 40, present to us a very good test. Having covetousness right there in the middle of that passage uh, and when we look at it, we are we can ask ourselves some really practical but relevant questions about our lives and take the answers to those questions and say, am I running from covetousness or am I involved in worthless things? The antidote to covetousness is in hay of Psalm 119 verses 33 through 40. Hope you have a great day.